Hello and welcome back to the podcast Weekly Warrior hosted by me, Ashley. Uh, It's been a hot minute since I've been in your ear, but I'm super excited to be with you more regularly in the future. I've spent the last few months refocusing on my business and where I plan on going in 2020. And if you're looking to make 2020 the best year for you, please feel free to check out my website, yogaforthat.com, and my Live Better 2020 program. It's been inspired by all the work I've done this year to help you live the life that you want to live. This week, I'm talking about dealing with conflict, and this came from a personal experience that I had over the past week, dealing with a piece of conflict that has been, I believe, in the works for a while, but came to a head uh, the past week or so, and these are the things that I wanted to share with you in terms of advice for you dealing with conflict. Um, because it's going to happen. That's the way humans are. We have differing views, differing opinions, differing stories, and I wanted to share with you some things that might help you in the future if you're dealing with conflict in your life. You can check out the full blog post at my website, yogaforthat.com slash blog, dealing with conflict. I've written these out as steps, they're not necessarily steps, but that's how they came out. So I'll go through them as I wrote it through in the blog. Um, And if you have any thoughts or piece of advice you want to share, please feel free to do so. Step number one, acknowledging what your reaction is about. So it's super easy to get frustrated, angry when things don't go the way we expected them to go. A lot of our disappointment and frustration stems from expectation we had in ourselves or with other people. Taking out the emotion of why you feel frustrated and focusing on the facts of what happened. So your story versus the other party's story and where things might have got lost or mixed up and learning really to analyze your situation from a more fact-based perspective rather than an emotion-based perspective. Step number two is communicating clearly with the other party. So understanding why you are frustrated from a fact-based perspective will help you to communicate more clearly with the other party and learning to use your I statements versus you statements. For example, I feel that I did the work that needed to be done is an I statement. It comes from a place of my factual base instead of a sentence like you don't appreciate the work that I do. When we use you statements, it automatically places the blame on the other party. And we want to make sure that we are communicating clearly by taking the emotion out of our statements. So using examples like I feel that I did the work is more clear of how you're viewing the situation instead of you don't appreciate the work that I do is automatically going to put the other party in a place of defense and they're not they're no longer going to hear 
your side of the story, they're automatically on defense. They're automatically thinking of all the times that um, they did appreciate it and they're no longer listening to your side of the story anymore. Step number three, be clear with what you want the outcome to be. Knowing why you're frustrated, step one, and then knowing what you want the outcome to be before you even start clearly communicating with the other party. If you're frustrated that you feel the work was done, what do you want the outcome to be when you have this conversation with the other party? Do you want them simply to acknowledge the work that you've done? Do you want a raise? Do you want what do you want by having that conversation? And it might simply be that you just want that other person to know that you're frustrated and you would want to communicate that to them right away. So it's not an overly long conversation. You might come to them and say, look, I feel that I, I'm doing the work that needs to be done. I feel that the work that I'm doing isn't being appreciated. And I would just like for you to understand that I'm feeling frustrated by that and perhaps there's a way that I we can set up a system where I feel that the work I'm doing is being appreciated it doesn't always have to be that the conflict has to last a long time or that it has to be a big deal but know what you want your outcome to be and if it's super simple you might communicate that right away as you bring it up or it might be something that you know in the back of your mind you want it to be and you kind of want to see where the conversation leads so you can but when you know what you want the outcome to be you can really focus the way that you're communicating and keeping the conversation on track to what you want if you don't know what the outcome if you don't know the outcome you want to have your conversation is going to go haywire and you're going to feel defensive you're going to start bringing up things that really have nothing to do with the problem that's happening right now So by knowing what you want the outcome to be, what really truly the problem is that you're trying to solve will help to keep the conversation on track and lead you closer to the resolution that you're looking for. Step number four, take your time. So when we're in conflict, it's really easy to get on the defensive. It's really easy to say the things that just come into your head and in response to what the other person said and it's usually from a place of defense and more often than not this isn't a good strategy so it's we don't want to just say things off the top of our head we want to know why we're frustrated what we want the outcome to be and we want to make sure that we're keeping the conversation on track to that outcome so taking your time sitting back if you if you're having a really really strong conversation if the conflict has gone really deep and you don't think that you can come up with an appropriate response within minutes of the other person's response you might say to that person look I just need a day or two to sit with this and think about what you've said so that we can have a more productive meeting in a day or two It might be just that you need five, 10 minutes. So you might say, hey, I'm just going to go for a quick walk. I want to think about what I want to say next. I want to really digest what you're saying and come up with a response that um, 
I feel is productive to our resolution of this situation. So avoiding this idea of just spewing out a response. You want to sit back, digest what they're saying, digest what you're saying, and stay on track to the outcome that you want to get out of this conflict. Step number five, honor how you communicate. So I'm a big writer. I like to write out how I'm feeling. It gives me the chance to sort out all the thoughts that are going through my head and gives me an opportunity to write things out in a clear and concise manner, taking out the emotion. Um, And I feel when I read things, I can read it in my own voice. And sometimes that seems less aggressive then if that other person's saying it to me I automatically get defensive and I find that other people are are similar if if you say things to them they automatically get defensive rather than just reading it in their own words and taking out the emotion but that other person might not like to communicate the way that you like to communicate so honoring both of those things and be clear of how you want to communicate with that person and why and preferably make it a positive reason some again using your i statement so i prefer to communicate this way because i feel that i can communicate more clearly with you rather than i feel you are this way when you can right um so make sure making sure you're keeping things on the positive um and honoring both parties way of communication and then finally step number six is accepting the outcome And it might take a little while um, to get to the outcome you want. So it might be, you know, um, quite a long conversation. It might take, you know, a a couple weeks of going back and forth and coming up with solutions so that both parties feel that they've received a little bit of what they were looking for out of the conflict. However, you might realize at some point that both parties aren't going to come to an understanding or a compromise. So it's also important that you know your outcome, but you also know when you're willing to walk away from the conflict entirely and feel okay with that as being the end of the conflict. For me, when I emailed my thoughts and how I felt about what was going on in the situation that I'm referring to, I was looking for a specific outcome and it was very clear and the other party's first response that I was not going to get the outcome that I was looking to get. So my response to them, it took a few days actually of me writing and editing the email back and I really wanted to be clear of how frustrated and and angry that I was, but I didn't want to make it personal. I wanted it to be factual based. I wanted it to be, to show how much I had been committed to to the opportunity that was in front of me and how angry I was that it, it seemed to have just been taken away for no reason that I, I could understand at the time. And in my response back, I, I wrote the response pretty much right away and I edited it a little bit, but the reason I didn't send it right away is because I didn't know then what the outcome was that I wanted and I realized that that was the point that I needed to walk away and take myself out of the scenario. So even though I had the outcome that I, I wanted, I realized that 
no matter how much we talked about what was happening, I felt the conversation was just going to be a back and forth of, of our feelings and, and how different our stories were about the situation. And I realized that to save myself headache and a heartache and frustration that just walking away seemed to be the most appropriate response for me to be able to move forward and to let go of the anger that I was holding on to. So I highly believe that conflict is an important part of our communication with other people because we do have stories that are different than each other and we both can hold on to the same situation in a different light and sometimes those two differing stories come to a bit of a boil and it's important to converse about how we truly feel about the situation and it's also important to note that sometimes those two stories are going to continue on two very different paths and understanding that that other person isn't satisfied with how things are going. I believe that I have always strayed away from confrontation and always just kind of walked away and I'm pretty proud of myself in this situation to have taken the time to express my frustration and to express why I wanted to walk away rather than just leaving and that person never knowing why. It's totally up to you. There's lots of situations you can still just walk away from and that other person will be none the wiser of why you did that. But I also think if you're truly frustrated with something and you're holding on holding on to it in your heart and your soul, you need to take that time to communicate to the other person that frustration um, and keep in mind these these steps of how to communicate, communicating clearly, taking out the emotion and really being clear with with what you want and for yourself to know what you want and what you want the outcome to be. I look forward to being in your ear in the near future. You're welcome to subscribe to this podcast on uh, iTunes or wherever else you find podcasts. And I look forward to growing with you in the future. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later.